Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. You're listening to the Self Mastery Podcast, where we break through barriers holding you back from becoming who you want to be. Whether you're struggling with pornography, overeating, social media addiction, or just want to get better at succeeding at life, this podcast is for you. Now your host, Zach Spafford. Hey everybody, and welcome to another Mastery Monday. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. This week on the podcast, I want to talk about a conversation that we had so on Wednesday last week, on Wednesday the 13th, I think it was, we did a webinar for spouses. We the, the topic of the webinar was how to help your loved one stop using pornography. And if you didn't get a chance to attend that, it was a great webinar, and you can actually find it on YouTube. Or if you're subscribed to my newsletter at zaxpafford.com, which you should definitely be, they I sent an email out this week that it has that link in it. It's a great webinar. And there was a lot of good questions. There was a lot of good content for you spouses who are struggling with someone who is using pornography and you don't know how to help them. Whether And, and it's not just for spouses. There are also questions. Uh, one question that came up was specifically about how do I tell my parents? How do I talk to my parents about this? And so there's a, you know, there's a broad range of information there for people who want to help their loved ones who are dealing with pornography use. So go check that out. But today specifically, I want to talk about control. And one of the things that regularly comes up, in fact, I would say it comes up every single time I talk with a spouse of a pornography user, whether it's a man or a woman, is this idea of the being able to control what the other person is doing. And what that usually looks like is checking browser histories and locking down phones and doing all of these really uh, onerous things that make your relationship go from a spousal relationship, even relationship, to a one-up, one-down relationship, so a parent-child type relationship. And what I want to talk about today specifically is this paradox of control, and it, and it's applicable to both the spouse who's dealing with the pornography user and to the pornography user because it touches on what it is that we're actually trying to accomplish and how it is that you can actually achieve what you would like to accomplish, which is not control per se. So let's dive right in. So when we try to control our feelings, the results usually begin to overwhelm us. And there's this paradox of control in life, right? So on a personal level, it really refers to this phenomenon in which the harder you try to control something, the more difficult it becomes to exercise control. If you've ever tried to like hold a water balloon really tight and make sure it doesn't jiggle or anything like that, you'll know what I'm talking about. I also like the the idea of sand. You know, if you've ever grabbed a handful of sand and you just squeeze it as hard as you can, most of the sand just runs out of your hands. That, that is what we're talking about, this, I want to control this thing, and yet, in trying to control it, we find that it mostly just slips through our fingers. Uh, some people see this when they're trying to fall asleep. The harder you try to fall asleep, the more difficult you have falling asleep. If that's ever happened to you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. 
some of you might know this from the harder you try to stop thinking about something, the more you think about it. And when it comes to pornography, this is probably one of those ones that really kind of gets at you. You're like, no, I don't want to think about this. This isn't what I want to be in life. And yet it keeps cropping back up because you're trying to control it. And specifically to the work that I do with people is the more you try to control negative emotions such as fear or boredom or sadness or loneliness, the more powerful those emotions become. And this is exactly the paradox that most pornography users and their spouses are dealing with. There's this sense of well-being that we're trying to achieve and yet, we don't actually have control over our thoughts and we don't have control over our emotions when we are trying to sh shove them away and keep the bad emotions away and stay with the good emotions. Because we're not allowing our emotions to exist, we lose control of them. And what happens is we double down on negativity, we double down on the, the negative feelings in our lives, and we create additional negative feelings as a result. So we, we lose control and we spend more time in a really uncomfortable, really unhappy place. So here's, here's what I want to talk about, right? If you are a spouse and you believe that the number one thing that you need to do to make sure that your husband or wife is not using pornography is make all of their browsers, you know, report to you, make Every time that they look on the phone, check what they've done. If you think that you need to be in charge of everything that they're doing, I want to refer you to a little talk that I gave um, that I also sent out this week called Taquitos and Why Can't I Pray Away Pornography? And in that talk, I, I analogize this to my son. So if my son came to me and he said, because we have this rule at our house that you can't eat outside the kitchen. And he said to me, hey, poppy. My kids all call me Poppy. And he said, hey, Poppy, will you make it so that I can't eat outside the kitchen because I want to follow the rules, but I'm having a really, really hard time. Can you imagine how strenuously I would have to work to make it so that he didn't eat outside the kitchen and how, like, you know, stand there at the kitchen all hours of the night and day worrying about whether or not he's going to leave the kitchen with some food and how frustrated I would be and how frustrated he would be because when he would try to leave the kitchen with food, because he's 15 now, and so he's, you know, he's old enough to make lots of decisions all by himself, and if I'm standing there going, nope, are you, hey, are you, are you leaving the kitchen with some food? I, you know, you can't take that out. Please don't do that. Hey, come on, stop. Can you imagine how frustrated I would be? And I look at what some of the wives that I'm working with and their husbands that I'm working with, and you know, I'm, I'm going to say wives and husbands just because that's the majority of it, but but it is sometimes women who are dealing with pornography use. Uh, you know, I look at these folks, and that's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to be the gatekeeper for every single action that their spouse takes in a, on the internet. And what's really, really frustrating there for these people is that they realize that they can't control what's happening but they're still trying to control it. And that is a recipe for extraordinary frustration. And Darcy and I, I think we might have talked about this on the podcast before, but not in this sense. 
she used to really check up on me. She, you know, she was always on my phone looking, hey, where, what have you been doing? Where, what articles have you been reading? Because, you know, I like to li- read the news. You know, have those led you down this, you know, path, you know, down the rabbit hole? And at some point around the time that we had our twins, our uh, fifth and sixth kids, she was like, I can't keep up with you and them. I've got to stop this. I've got to let you just be in control and let you run your own life and make your own decisions. And, you know, we'll still check up. You know, we'll still have conversations about this. I'm not saying to you wives, don't ask your husbands what's going on. But I am saying, if you want to still have a relationship at the end of this, I would recommend highly that you just say, you are a grown person. This is your decision. You need to make sure that you are in charge of this, and I am no longer going to be in charge of this. Because I can't be in charge of you and in charge of me. Which we, we've all said this to our kids, right? Like, be in charge of yourself. Don't, you know, don't make your brother do whatever it is that you want him to do. We don't have that capacity. And so in this particular vein, especially as a spouse, when you try to exercise control, you tend to lose control. Because on the other side of that is a, is a husband or a wife who's trying to exercise control of their own. And sometimes that will create pushback and that will actually create resentment and it'll create this, you know, this possibility that they're going to use pornography just to spite you. And here's the other thing, and this is a really important thing to remember. If someone wants to use, they're going to use. That is the truth of the matter. Just like when you want a cookie, you're going to get a cookie. If you want to buy something, you're going to buy something. We're all grown-ups here, and the reality for most people is is that when they want something, they will get it. And if you try to control them from getting it, it actually makes that thing more valuable to them. So keep that in mind. And again, I'm not saying don't have uh, systems in place, don't put into place processes and strategies that will help both you and the user keep your internet safe, and I'm not saying don't do all of the right things that, you know, have conversations about it. But I am saying when you let go of control of their use, you're going to find yourself much happier, one, because you're going to be able to focus on you and find what makes you happy. And you're going to create within them a sense of responsibility that this is theirs to deal with, to create, to resolve and have control over. So that brings me to the user. That brings me to the person who's using pornography and what they are trying to control that they can let go of. And for the most part, this is our emotions. When we try to control our emotions, when we try to control our sadness or our happiness or our frustrations or our ability to convey the emotions that we're dealing with, we're most often suppressing them in some way and using a buffer to make that suppression of our feelings more palatable. So let me kind of give you an illustration of what I'm talking about. If you've ever tried to push a beach ball underwater, a lot of people use this analogy, and you you know that you can get it under the water for a period of time, but you also know that eventually that thing's going to explode back up out of the water. The, the other analogy that I like to use is imagine a boulder rolling down an infinitely tall hill. And you're strong enough to push this boulder for a little while, but eventually this boulder is big enough that it will tire you out and you will not have the ability to 
push it uphill anymore. And you'll also be unable to get out of its way because it's tired you out so much that you can't jump out of the way. So what's going to happen? You're going to get crushed, which feels totally miserable. But in that brief moment when you're, you know, exercising control, you're like, I got this, I got this. I'm pushing this boulder uphill. Look how strong I am. But eventually it will crush you. And if you've ever exercised, you know that if you, <laughs> you can't keep lifting weights forever. And I'm going to give you one more analogy. This is probably my favorite analogy because the truth about feelings is that they are going to get from the, the place of their existence all the way through their process, no matter what happens. Like they're going to exist whether you want them to or not. And that's why I like this analogy. If you've ever seen the running of the bulls in Pamplona, Spain, I've never seen it in person, but I've seen it on video. You know that there are people who are like trying to get in between the bulls and just imagine you're in there and that the bulls are your emotions. And if you don't watch out, they're going to run you over. They are going to own you. And you can't control a bull. It just isn't possible. And just like you can't control your emotions. But what you can do is you can say, oh, this emotion exists. This is here. I'm watching it. So you can be in the, you know, you can be in the street running from the pen to the stadium and the bull is going to get from the pen to the stadium. Your emotions are going to exist no matter what. You can be down in the streets or you can get up in the balcony like all the smart people I've seen on YouTube. <laughs> you know, they're sitting there and they're watching these people run through the streets of Pamplona, Spain, getting run over and gored and beat up and some of them dying because of these bulls. And you can just watch it. And th that costs you nothing. You can do the very same thing with your emotions. You can just see what they look like. Watch them. Observe them. Pay attention to them and allow them to exist without feeling as though you have to react to them. Which is what we are doing as people who are using pornography. We are usually reacting to an emotion that we don't like. And when we do that... That almost invariably takes us down a path that results in something that we like even less, but we don't know how to stop. And the secret here is letting go of control. Letting go of control of those emotions and saying, oh, this is what it feels like to be very lonely. This is what it feels like to be extraordinarily sad. Why am I sad? What am I thinking? And observing your emotions questioning your thoughts and observing your thoughts and saying, are these thoughts serving me? And then you can go ahead and design a thought that's going to help you be a better version of you. Design a thought that says, I can use pornography, but I choose not to. Or I'm lonely and this is why I'm lonely and I understand that I'm lonely and it's okay to be lonely for a minute. One of my roughest weeks as a pornography user happened um, probably seven years ago now we were living in Newberry Park at the time and my wife and kids had gone across the country to visit her family and I was alone I was alone and for about a month month and a half I think it was there was just me and I don't even think we had a dog at the time it was just me and so what did I do I tried to control every aspect of my day I worked late, late into the night at my office so that I wasn't on the internet at home. If I needed anything, you know, internet-wise, I actually went to the McDonald's that was probably half a block from our house. I was in this place where I was trying to control absolutely everything that was going on. 
And at some point, after a couple of weeks of this, I just kind of broke down. I was so frustrated. I was so tired of not having my family there. I was so sad and lonely and unable to like push these feelings down that I just used. I, I, I think I went to the McDonald's or maybe I even like figured out how I could use my company uh, internet device to, to do this. I, I don't honestly remember exactly what happened, but I remember that I used and how just devastating that was because I'd been in a period of sobriety and you know I called my wife and I just bawled and I cried and I was so just upset at what had happened because I I just wanted to feel okay for a minute and I thought that pornography was the only way to do that and what I realize now looking back at that is that I was putting so much effort into control rather than effort into feeling my feelings and understanding why I was sad and why I was lonely. And, you know, you probably look at it and you're like, oh, obviously he was sad because he didn't have his family around. And that seems like a reasonable thing to say, but if you're the spouse in this particular situation, that's not really a, a valid excuse because, you know, you're a grown person and you, you said that you wouldn't act this way. Like, so all those, you know, things that a spouse might say to you. And me as the user... I'm, you know, thinking I should be better. I shouldn't do this. I have worked so hard. I, you know, all those things. And yet the reason for all of it was that I was unwilling to let go and allow my emotions to be there and exist without requiring me to feel good in the moment all the time. Looking back, had I simply stopped trying to control everything? and allowed myself to see my emotions, see my feelings, and feel them, and deal with them directly, I would have been much more successful. I would not have turned back to pornography. But like so many people that I talk to who have been sober for a period and then they go back to it. I, I just signed a client who was sober for a year. All of 2019 he was sober. And he's gone back to it partly because he is not sure how to deal with all kinds of emotions that are coming up because of the difficulties that he's having in his marriage and because of the things that are going on around him and because of COVID-19 and all of these things, right? These are all the reasons that we give ourselves that we need to exercise more control on the environment that we're in. But the truth is, there are very, very, very few things in this world that you can control. So just like the water balloon analogy or the, the sand analogy, Whatever it is that you're trying to exert so much control over in your life, maybe just let it sit there in your hand and look at it and see what it's actually doing. Observe it. Understand it. Try to question why it's there and how you can benefit from it rather than trying to control it. And this is, this is the same thing I would tell a spouse as what I would tell a user. Let it go. I... <laughs> I have lots of little kids, so, you know, every time I say those things, that, that phrase, I, literally, like, it, it, Idina Menzel is, like, screaming in my ears, let it go, right? But it's true. If you can just let that go and start watching yourself and observing yourself, and this takes a little bit of practice. This is that stepping out, viewing your brain from outside your brain and seeing what your brain is doing and why it's doing what it's doing and stop trying to control it 
but let it kind of guide you and give you some insight and you might be able to make some different decisions from there. In fact, I know you'll be able to make different decisions because when I work with clients, every time I work with clients, when they put into place the strategies and the techniques that I teach them, they come out on the other side effective at dealing with their emotions, which allows them to leave pornography behind for good. So if you think you might need help with that, feel free to sign up for a mini session. I've got some time this coming week. I've got some time the following week. I'd love to have a mini session with you or your spouse or whoever needs help. Please set up a mini session. You can go to zachspafford.com. That's Z-A-C-H-S-P-A-F-F-O-R-D.com. You can, at the very least, sign up for my emails. You'll get them every week, Mastery Monday. And this will be something that will give you a little bit of hope, I hope. It will help you begin the process of figuring out your own brain and moving past this struggle for good. Make it the last time. Make it last forever this time. All right, folks, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Also, if you get a chance, if you would just review the podcast and send me an email, info at zackspafford.com, and say, hey, I reviewed it. You can usually review the podcasts anonymously, so you don't have to put your name on it and say, hey, I listened to this podcast about pornography. But it would go miles to helping other people find the podcast. So please take a second, review the podcast on Spotify or on uh, Google Play or if you listen to iTunes. Whatever it is that you use to get your podcast, please take a minute and review us. That would be super, super helpful for the podcast and for anybody who's looking for help with something like this. The other thing is we are approaching 10,000 downloads. This uh, has been, so we started in October of last year. We're really close to 10,000 downloads. So if you are the 10,000th downloader, and it's going to happen sometime in the next couple of weeks, if you're the 10,000th downloader, I want to send you a gift card, a $50 gift card to Amazon and let you uh, kind of experience the joy that I know I'm going to experience when that 10,000th download comes. So if you think you're the 10,000th downloader, and here's what I want you to do. Just review the podcast and say, hey, I might be the 10,000th downloader. This pod, And you know, tell people what your podcast experience has been. And send me an email. So this is kind of going to be on the honor system. And technically, I'm not even really going to know that, you know, you are the 10,000th downloader until I can go through and look through the system. But review the podcast, send me an email, say, hey, I might be the 10,000th download, and I will send you a gift card as well for $50. Awesome. Thanks again. It's always a pleasure to do Mastery Monday. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hey, thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Every day I get requests from people who are looking to change something in their life. If that is you, if you need help overcoming your addictive behavior like pornography use, sign up for a free mini session at zackspafford.com slash workwithme. That's zackspafford.com slash workwithme. I'll put a link in the show notes for you to follow. Also, it would mean the world to me if you were to leave a review for us wherever you get your podcast. It'll go a long way to helping others find us. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. 
If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills That Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link. And if you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.